hosts. Welcome back to High Key. I'm Ivana. Hey, I'm Alicia. We're back. We're wrapping up the year. I think these are one of my favorite episodes. Yes. Well, Happy New Year, because this is technically the new year. We're wrapping up fucking 2020, getting it over, and we're telling y'all how we're coming 2021. So we're all in our bag, where the money resides. Let's get it. Yes. We're, yeah. What's, mm, that's weird. 2021 is like a very interesting number to even look at. And I can't imagine us looking at it for a whole year. But I'm ready. I can do it. I have no choice. It is really ugly. Like the idea. That's why I probably like really like, what are you doing for New Year's? Like, I don't know. It's 2021. I don't even like saying that, to be honest. Like 2021. Like, no, it like almost 2021 is starting to sound a little better. And that's that hasn't happened ever since the year 2000. Like literally, because 2000 made no sense. (laughs) But anyways, (laughs) oh, we're going to discuss the best, the worst, and what we are leaving behind because y'all got some shit to leave behind. And so do we. Um, but let's start with Master, Master P coming up in 2020 slash 2021 is just funny to me. Also Reeboks, even though I do own a pair. Yeah, I, I support it. I like Reebok. I like Master P. Um, I've seen tweets all day today saying, like, he needs a documentary because deadass. Like, him coming up from literally selling crack to now wanting to buy Reebok? What the hell? That's a story we need to fucking hear. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited. Like, I, he's a great businessman. So I know this is, like, going to be big. I'm going to probably buy more Reebok now because of it. Because, like, they, it's not been an ugly brand. It's just, it just got lame over the years. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It's Reebok. But now, you know, Reebok. It, de- yeah. No, I agree. It definitely lost its street cred yeah. over the time. Like, when Adidas and Nike were, were pulling up, it Reebok stayed a little flat. And I think they were a little, like, last to get on black culture, which held them back. But, I mean, we cannot forget Fat Farm. If you did not have a pair of Fat Farms, <laughs> you were so fucking lame dude like you had to have a pair of fat farms in the early 2000s to be anything i remember i got mine from tj maxx my mom had to put them on layaway and when i got them hoes out of layaway bitch i was feeling fly as fuck so master p knows how to brand right he did fat farm oh no okay for a second i was thinking of like uh 50 cents g unit moment oh yeah do you, do you remember that moment yeah. where a bunch of like Prepubescent women, women, <laughs> girls were wearing fucking G unit. I remember seeing like white bitches roll up to school with like bedazzled G unit. Like, no, I remember G unit vividly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very thick, thick denim here. Oh, very thick. Ooh, I do like Sean John coming back too. So I'm just excited. I like to see these brands come back with better leadership. That's cool. Iggy Azalea is not getting a leadership award though. She, she, her family is being led into. A pretty miserable existence already, which is sad. She's with Playboy Cardi. They got a baby, new fresh baby. And then apparently the housekeeper found some bitch named Bambi or Britain. She don't fucking matter. Fuck her. We don't know her. Um, Hiding in their house for like over an hour, which if I, I would have been so mad if my housekeeper found, because I would have been like, bitch, I wish I was there. And honestly, I would have told her like, 
I would probably have an agreement with my housekeeper if I had even suspected like my man's a cheater or he was a lifestyle that like conduces to cheating. I would be like, hey, here's where the gun is. You can shoot anyone in the ass. I already have money set aside for you to get you out. Don't you worry. Especially like I would get a housekeeper that already had a little bit of a record. Like didn't mind a day or two in jail. But hindsight is 2020. And Iggy, I, I mean, I'm proud of her for not being too much of like a quaint woman. And like, just, you know, like taking it, you know what I mean? And not publicly shaming him. Cause it's like, yeah, let's do it. Go off. Go off. I feel, I don't want to say I feel the opposite, but I honestly like Iggy Azalea. I don't want to say she's super irrelevant to me, but she kind of is. And this is my, like, I haven't really heard from her in months. Like, I guess I don't, I don't follow her on Twitter. I don't, I don't know if she's still making music, whatever. Um, it's just crazy how, like, the first time I'm hearing of her is all this fucking, like, baby daddy drama. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, he had a bitch hiding in the house. You have all this stuff going on. I don't think as a grown woman, coming to social media makes you look any good. You know, like, at all. Like, this is your family at this point. You now have a kid by this dude. It's not just making him look stupid. It's making you look stupid as hell as well. Like, in my opinion. So I'm just like, okay, like, uh, I did think kind of less of her. I'm just like, okay, well, all bitches who do this, it's like, I, this is to be expected. Like, this is how y'all like to act and get your little moment of fame by, like, blasting him out this way. Because, I don't know, it's like, what's being solved at this point? Like, yeah, make him look stupid, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, just the idea of a bitch hiding in my house for an hour. I really wouldn't go to the internet for it because I would really probably beat this bitch's ass, his ass. It's just the crimes that would follow the event. There would be no sense of me going off and acting up online because I'm going to take care of it a much different way. But um, whatever. I mean, I hope. <laughs> I don't know what kind of resolution she wants. Like, did he not come to like the child's birthday? I saw like some tweets. I wasn't all in the, like in the drama, but she was like, very low bar. really saying he ain't shit. She was like. <laughs> He missed the birthday to get a PlayStation. And I was like, well, okay. I, I, the, we're going to have a whole episode on baby mama culture. But this is just like, I do it up. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. You want a little rapper. You want to be a little rapper's girlfriend. You didn't want to work on your career. You didn't want to get in the studio with T.I. So yeah, no, I, I mean, it is what it is. But... You know, all the best to the baby. I hope the baby gets his, you know, you know, has a nice little life, and I'm sure he will. And maybe he'll be at the next birthday. Who knows? I don't. <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll be. Maybe he'll be there. Maybe, maybe your father will come through for you, and your mother will stop using you as a pawn. <laughs> you can only hope. Um, but prayers up. I didn't. Okay, I feel embarrassed because I didn't hear about the Nashville bombing until like days later. Like it wasn't on my timeline. Like. Nothing. Like, no one said a word about it. But there was a bombing in Nashville. Luckily, as of right now, there are no fatalities. But last time I heard, I know there were three people that were injured. It was a suicide bomber. It was a white man. That's probably why y'all didn't hear about it. Um, and basically, it was, like, the idea of it is so scary. Like, apparently, like, warned people... And there is like an evacuation notice, like a recording of like a woman saying like evacuate the area, this and that. And I was like, I'm the kind of stubborn ass bitch and I'm not trying to make a joke. I'm being serious. Like when I first heard that, I was like, would I leave? Like if I'm out, even though it's like you know, 
COVID, like, what are y'all really doing? But, like, I, at the same time, it's, like, I don't, I don't know if I would take it serious the first time. Like, I would kind of be like, what yeah. is that? And then, like, hopefully someone would drag me out of there. But if I was by myself, I don't know. Like, that's just, like, that's some sci-fi shit. Uh, but thank God no one was hurt. It, was, it took out, like, city blocks. Like, a whole fucking city block. Like, the, the building damage in, alone is, like, really scary. But apparently the police were alerted, and they actually did their fucking jobs for once. So. Yeah. And it was, like, some old-ass, like, white man. Um, and I saw a lot of tweets, like, saying, why isn't Trump talking about this? Why isn't there more media coverage on this bombing? And it does make you think, why isn't there? Because what the hell? Because it, it wasn't. It wasn't on my Twitter timeline. It wasn't on my Instagram feed. I didn't see not one story about this shit. Maybe, like, two. Hmm. Mm. Okay. A suicide bomber. He sold all his shit, too, like, before... Like, sold his, he had, like, a home. He sold to some lady in California for nothing. Like, literally gave his home away for free. Like, these are the signs, y'all. Like, honestly, like, why would you buy a free house? That's the thing. Why not report that? Oh, yeah, no, this man just gave me his home. They're either going to commit suicide, which he did, or they're going to do something illegal enough where they are have to flee. Like, what, what else would, what else? Let's just use our context clues in 2021. <laughs> like, even if it was, like, a regular, regular suicide, no one else is alerted. That is, like, that is, like, a crime. Like, you should definitely alert somebody if someone is slowly but surely dismantling their own life. That's insane. Anyways. <sighs> I'm just happy that no one got hurt, like, severely or died. Because that's, you know, it's just... And it doesn't seem to be what he wanted. You know, to give that kind of warning, you weren't... You, I don't even, I just can't. White, white men and their, their crime sprees, they have no motive. They just call it depression and they don't even try and get to the root of it. It's, it's bullshit. I'm sick of it. I'm really sick of it. And it happened in Nashville. I'm sorry. That's like a white capital. Like y'all don't want, when will y'all believe that white men are the number one terrorist group in America? When will we start believing that? Because the last few little disasters like this have all been white men. Like, let's be fucking real. That's insane. Like, come on. Come on. Sickening. Anyways, on to, on to greener pastures. We're, we're going to talk about our favorite moments of 2020. Um, and surprisingly, there are a few. Okay? Like, I'm surprised. Because who would have known? Starting with... Biden winning the 2020 election and ushering in our first, well, he didn't do shit. Let me not say he ushered anybody in, but <laughs> we have a black female, our first female, our first black female vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. And I'm proud. I can't help it. I mean, I'm black woman. It would be weird not to be proud. So I think that's definitely a huge highlight of 2020 besides Trump leaving office and leaving us to just like be have some fucking peace, dude. Like leave us alone. I would like to be left alone. No, it all felt good. Literally, it was, I know we all felt it the moment just when they kind of announced that Biden won and when we all knew because white supremacy had grown to a point in America where it was just so, it wasn't even in my face. It was like inside of my being. I was like, these niggas are out here so 
proud and disrespectful, so proud and racist. This was just the biggest, like, like fuck you. Like, even though, like, to, to this, to that, whatever. But it's, it, they literally were painting their homes, cars, and flagging themselves down with this Trump stuff. They threw so much money into this Trump shit to get him reelected. All for him not to win. If It's a good moment for us here, Blacks, and us minorities and others, people with sense. Um, and with that came, I mean, just really, like, the whole shift of focus this year. I feel like, coincidentally, the re-election happened this year. We had this whole big Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and that was kind of my favorite part of 2020. Because when I really got into Black Lives Matter... I would say when I first heard about it, it was more so of like a, you wanted them. Like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say early 20, like 13, 2014, like kind of after the Trayvon Martin stuff happened, there were a few people who still banded together afterwards and were like, okay, like still pushing this, you know, Black Lives Matter like agenda. But then there were a lot of people who were like, mm, not really feeling it. And then to the white people and to the others, they were just kind of like, what is that? That's kind of like offensive. But now it's gotten to the point where it's so in your face. It's on fucking streets. It's on signs. Like, no, this is an actual thing. It's an actual movement. And it's got the respect finally it deserves. Like, deadass, that feels so good. Because people were really looking at you crazy a few years back. Mm-hmm. But now it's in all your bios. So great. That's what I was going to say. Literally the other day I saw it on someone's bio. Like, just random white bitch. And I was just like, like, that was the only thing in their bio. And that's what I notice nowadays is like, It'll be the most random people. It's never black people that have like completely spelled out Black Lives Matter. That is the only thing under their name. And I'm just like, this doesn't hit the way you think it does. It's a little weird. It's giving me performative. But that's oh, fine. It's definitely performative. It's, it's just like, okay. But it is nice. I feel a little safer. That might be an ill-conceived thought but I don't care it does it makes me feel safer like when I do see someone who has a Black Lives Matter like bumper sticker or anything I'm like oh my god I'm like thank god like Jesus like where we live it's just kind of one of those things where it's like yeah I will I will take any little morsel of support performative or not yeah I'll fucking take it to be honest I respect car stickers house signs Mm -hmm. a lot more than like a social media bio because if like one's real life and one's not, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's if you pack in the heat like on your car, you know, like depending on where you say, like, no, I, I do appreciate it. I appreciate people showing their support to that extent and going out their way to like do that. It does feel good. It's like, what the hell? Um Yeah, but there was a lot of, you know, performative shit that came along with it. So it, it had its its give and take. But I'm glad we got a word out of it this year. Like I feel like there was never like a, a like word like across the board of what to call it and now it's like okay I know exactly what to call it because before it's like I knew it when I saw it but I didn't know how to express it to everybody so having it be kind of more of a buzzword is really nice because I'm like okay cool I can identify it and now when I tell it to you you feel like shit as you should as it is but I think with the movement which oh my god someone called George Floyd's death, a cultural movement. And that is not what it is. Black Lives Matter is a cultural movement. George Floyd's death was a fucking tragedy. Yeah. Let's just make sure that's 100% clear. That's a disgusting misuse of verbiage. And I'm just, it's just so embarrassing. It was a white man that said that though, thank God. 
I mean, with that, and just to end it, I just hate when people just say, like, he sparked the movement. Like, I get it. Like, it kind of all happened, like, because of this, and it was so, like, blaming out there, the videos. But, like, let not all the other lives go into vain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the hundreds and thousands. And, like, the unknown names are honestly, like, the more important. The ones that we don't hear about, the ones that are just happening day by day, that's even more so important. Like, all this is what led to this moment. Y'all's awakening just because like, oh, this, no, no, that's not, let's not tie George Floyd to this at all. Like, no. Uh, but, yeah. On a positive note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yeah, back to that. <laughs> <sighs> we did it though. I feel like this, this was a good year for black people because I feel like we, we took a moment that wasn't, I would never call it sparked, which is so funny to me. You would have to be kind of like out of touch to think that this movement kind of just happened Mm -hmm. because at the top of the year, there was so much shit happening, especially in like March, like aside from everything with COVID, like Ahmaud Aubrey and Breonna Taylor, like that shit happened in like March, April. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say shit really popped off protest wise until like May, June. So just to see how we kind of for definitely not for once for the first time in a while i felt like we had a bit of an agenda although we didn't have the same ways of organizing i feel like we took the black lives matter movement and we we struck when the iron was hot and we made it more than just one facet it's not just about us being killed by police that is one of the absolute worst things we have to deal with but from that, we did, we made a, a movement that was multifaceted. It wasn't just about stop killing us. It's like, start supporting us. And don't just start supporting it. Like, oh, go blacks. Like, no, like start supporting us with your money. Like, I'm really so impressed and proud of how, like, I don't think we pivoted the movement in any way, but we amplified it to facets that are just more long-term, more like, Proof is in the pudding. This isn't an idea. This isn't a concept. This isn't a theory. This is something you can actually do today that will actually help the community. And I, I, I think that momentum is just going to grow. And it makes me very happy. It makes me so happy. No, I agree. I, I feel like when the Black Lives Matter, came, Black Lives Matter movement came about, I saw the tweets about um, Black Wall Street. And you always see those tweets come on your timeline, like, oh, we had all the Black-owned banks, we had all this and that. So I was really happy that there was a shift in focus to Black-owned businesses. And I would say a hard shift. Like, they've always been there. I'm not going to say that. But there was such a spotlight. Like, I can go to so many profiles now, and they have, like, a Black Lives Matter tab just, like, on their shit. Like, there's, there's such a focus, and there should be um, even more so. But it just, it's great, like... And when it comes to fashion, like we spend and we amplify and we give so much attention to Louis Vuitton, Gucci, like niggas have it tatted on their face, their bodies. But now there's like black owned equivalents like Telfar, Brandon Backwood, all these different brands. And I'm like, this is what I want to fucking see. I want this to be normalized in a sense where it just becomes this like. Oh, like she just has that kind of bag. Oh, and it's all just like black owned. Like all this shit just becomes like the new Louis. Like it could be, it very well will be, but it's just so it's it's 
happening before our eyes. And it's like, what the hell? Like, yes, we deserve all this. We will have all like the Black Wall Street in a sense, but not so much separate. Like we deserve to be in intertwined. Like we will be a part of the 1% even more so. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just all happening and it feels so good. That's the best part of 2020, like, bro. I, I just, yeah, I can't even exaggerate it more. Just, cause I didn't really think so much about it, to be honest. Like when it comes to like buying black owned and thinking about black owned things, I was like, okay, yeah, they're there, but they're like really there. Like there's so fucking much. I'm like, okay, wait, I've been giving the white man how much of my money? Like, you know, when you just want to spend money on dumb shit, like, bro, I like to just spend money sometimes just like buy myself the gift every now and then. Like, now I'm helping someone out. I'm helping someone that looks like me out. I'm helping the black person out. And I'm getting a gift. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, just do it. Like, it's, it all makes so much sense. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it. And it, yeah, I definitely agree with the intertwined thing. I think that it doesn't have to be such a myopic view of like, black owned only or black owned this and that it's like no like i love seeing collaborations like the telfar i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right i don't have the bag excuse me um ug collaboration was mm-hmm. so fucking fire like looked so sick and it's like that's good for everybody mm-hmm. but i definitely just want to see the industries that we make so fucking cool music entertainment fashion we need to be on top of that like we need to be in the mix it's not just ambassadors it's not just faces of companies not just wearing the shit like no we need to be where the money resides like actually so i'm really happy to see it it's cool shit um we need to own all our shit own everything that you make cool own every fucking thing that makes you look cool, that makes you feel cool, own that shit. Own it, literally. Another thing I've been owning is working from fucking home, bitch. I love it. I'm so happy. I used to hate my job. I used to, like, I didn't even realize what kind of rut I was in, dude. I was like, oh. I still remember the feeling of, like, waking up and going to work and, like, literally, like, the only thing getting out of my, like, I don't even know what it was. It was just, like, I have to. And it's like, no. No. I don't need to go here and see you people. Fuck you people. You'll pay me as I sit at home. Where I belong. Fuck you. Now I feel the same way. I feel like working from home was like one of those wild dreams. Like I would sit in my desk chair at work and like, damn, this place could burn down. Like dead eyes. Or we could just lose power and I don't have to go home. I would think of all these scenarios that would send me home. And now like, working from home I'm like this can't be real and it's it, it feels good I I'm not one of those people who's missed the atmosphere and the light casual conversation I really can't lie to you I really haven't I haven't thought for a moment like oh no I really miss strolling into the office no I don't like I I hated every bit of it like I really did hate sitting at my desk and just like you said, getting out of my bed and thinking like, damn, I have to go <laughs> sit in this office space, even though I'm doing the same thing, if not more. That's the thing. Like working from home, I'm doing a lot more work. I'm not going to lie. Like they are a lot more on me than in the office because I would just literally just sit in my chair. I'm like, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, y'all like what? But now it's like, oh, no, I'm home. So th- he- therefore, I actually have to um, work. 
<laughs> but work. <laughs> I just like being in my own space and doing it. I feel like it's so important. Like I still talk to some of my coworkers for sure. You know what I'm saying? I haven't like completely alienated them. Um, yeah, no. So I still have like that. I would say light banter there. I still have it, but it just feels better in my home. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine going back to the office. It's really been fortunate that I've been home. I just, I don't know. There's people that feel like a lot of my coworkers feel the exact opposite and like on Zoom. Like this is the one thing that I would say I hate working from home. Like they want to have these casual arrangements on Zoom. Um, these little like talks and things like that. And it is a bit awkward because it's very hard. Is it about work? Just no, no, no. Like just like let's talk about life, you know. Um, at work, you can just kind of be there. And like, again, I can be an idle body. Here's my presence. But on the Zoom, when I'm actively silent <laughs> for weeks on end, they're just like, okay, yeah. And they can like call you out. I don't have a camera, so thank God. But uh, Wait, okay, do you get paid? Oh, no, these after hour talks that they want to have. Oh, no, I, I haven't joined one. Listen, no, you, have, you will never catch me on one. Um, but they have these little after hour powwows where they have drinks and they get on Zoom and they, you know, talk to each other. And it's so intimate. That's the thing. I don't know why. That's that's what my point was. Zoom is very intimate. Video chats are very intimate. I'm literally, you're literally seeing me, well, not in my room, but I'm in my home and I'm just talking to you directly. Yuck. No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. No. Uh, no, I don't like that. No, the only, yeah, the only thing I, I miss, I guess, about work would be, like, I worked with a lot of black people, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. For the most part, like, most offices I worked in were, like, majority black. So I think had summer been normal, it would have been a lit fucking summer because it would have been, like, work, pool, work, pool, work, <sighs> pool. You know, like, yeah. I think the, like, that is the only thing that I miss because it was, like, work now we're not working and it's like we just didn't have that like moment to like have summer and I wish that we did but anyways besides that I realized I let myself really go um when I was getting up and going to work every fucking day because no I need to do hair masks I need to do my nails I it it it, I the amount of buns I've I wore in the past two years astronomical it's just i've never it's just like i've i had people tell me that i didn't look good at work and like that is not normal like it's just it sounds very vague but it's just the truth i do i just i stopped looking like myself i didn't wear makeup i'm just so glad i found myself again like truly like mm, mm, mm. i was just wearing like coats over like button ups okay it's fine. It's 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 over. It's over. So I'm I'm happy that I can upkeep myself as well as work, which is so important. God, thank God. That's all I have to say. Thank God, because I was like probably a year away from never wearing makeup again, like mascara. Oh. Mm. Oh yes. Yeah. No work. No dead ass. Like honestly. 360. I went to work in ways that I couldn't imagine leaving the house now, you know, like literally because it's work. It's like the place I hate going. I don't give a fuck how y'all see me because I had 15 minutes to get ready. Mm-hmm. So now I'm here and I didn't do it after work because I only had two hours to myself. 
So, yeah. Now I can be at the, yeah, you can just be at your desk doing shit. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a whole level of life that you get to live from working home, mm-hmm. working at home. I get to light a candle and soak my feet under this goddamn desk. And if your equipment gets wet, <laughs> it's not my fucking problem. I'm going to soak my feet. You think I'm going to get... And that's... Okay, that's... Okay, that's such a weird thing, but dead ass, like, working from home, I know, like, if I could keep this shit up, dude, I will not have callous feet. Like, I'm going to have pretty feet for a pretty good time. And that's one thing that I literally worried about, because, like, I would run myself ragged low-key, and I was like, girl, the back of your ankle's starting to rub off. Like, oh, my God. Like, I'm happy. I'm really happy. I sit my happy ass down. I take about 300 steps a day. <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy about it. But one other thing I'm happy about is the Kardashians are ending their show. It's been a long run. It's been a long run. I miss when they didn't give a fuck. That was a good time. When they didn't have, like, complete facial reconstruction. When they weren't competing with one another. When they were an actual family, it was interesting. But that stopped after basically two years. (laughs) literally no i feel the same way like when they were like with the shits the kardashians were good like Mm -hmm. i enjoy the kardashians but once they bred this culture of like oh my god my life is just so aesthetic it just became fucking ridiculous to watch and then like you have to realize they started so much of in the culture of just like selfies and being themselves so of course people are going to idolize and do what they do it's just they bred this whole culture of weirdness and I'm just ready for it to be over. Like, once they're done, I want something else to take its place. A normal show where people live their normal lives and, like, gl- glamorize normalness. Like, I just can't, I just can't exaggerate how much I've been sick of seeing them all over my timeline. People living up to these fake-ass standards. So now they're gone. And, like, we get to have, I would say, our life back, my peace back. I know they're still going to be online. But... I don't know. I'm just ready for something to replace it. I know they are, and I know something's coming, and I want it to be black, and I'm ready for something black to take over real blackness, not this, like, fake shit. So, I don't know. I'm just ready for change. That's, like, it's a shift. Like, I know that now that this is over, there's a shift. I've already felt that 2021 is going to be, like, a shift, and it's an end of an era. And it's it. I feel like now that we're at home, people are just realizing what's what like we're not just like scrolling online for a few seconds in between like shifts and things like that like we're actually just like people are just like looking at shit like we i don't know people have just come to terms with reality so i want a show that's relatable to actual reality so let's see if they bring that to us um i'm interested to see I don't know. I feel like they're going to pull a stunt. That's what I'm also ready for. Yeah. Because the end of their show means a big stunt. And that's always my favorite when Kardashians roll around their yearly stunts. So I'm ready to see. Okay. <laughs> it's it's going to be something and it's going to be something dumb. It's going to be dumb. But I do hope like, because I just saw, a, not a snap, but some shit. The Rev Run and Angela. And I was like, yo, that's what we need again. Not them particularly, because they're boring. But, like, like a less, and I hate to say it and be that person, but like a less religious family. Um, someone who's just, like, a little, like, a tinge messy. I would like to see, like, a blended family that has, like, blended family issues, but a lot of love. 
that's what I would like to see. And then, but like, I would like there to be like a crazy, someone that's just like really interesting and off color. Like someone who's like lived life, <laughs> like lived some fucking life. But I'm excited. I think definitely the reality TV show that we knew is like, nah, honey, like we're, we, we want like real interesting shit. It was just getting so make-believe. I'm like, at a certain point, like, it used to be reality, and it used to be funny. But after a while, I'm like, y'all, this is so fucking scripted. And everybody was, like, joking about how scripted it is. And I'm like, are we just going to live life and pretend this is, like, normal to have something scripted? Um, so I'm glad they called it quits. Like, they did it at the appropriate time is what I'm saying. I was scared this is going to be one of those things that ran on forever. And we're just going to have to, like, just swallow it down, but... Something else that we don't have to swallow down, bro. Meg the Stallion killed it. Meg, like, bro, she's gotten. I have to put my cup down. She's gotten her shit together, and I have such a sense of pride when it comes to Meg. I just feel proud as fuck because you know what she's been through, you know what she's gone through, and you know all the shit that she's had to put up with, and she's just like popping her shit consistently, like. It's impressive. All around. Fashion Nova, rap, albums, dealing with Tori. Mm-hmm. What hasn't she conquered? Beyonce feature, Nicki feature. Featuring on her. It's insane. Like, no, she's a, she's a baller. She's solidified herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just black female rap is at its peak right now. I remember a few years ago, it was like, black men are running it. Like, running it. And I was happy to see it. And then now black females are running it. And I'm like, yes, like, yes. Like, give me more injected in my veins. I've actually finally listened to Mulatto's whole album. She is talent. I hate her name, but she is talent. I'll give it to her. Like, bitch is talented. Everyone, honestly, most of the bitches that are doing it, like, you have to be fucking talented. There's not really a, there's not, you can't just be cute. You really can't. And, and they're doing it and it's really impressive. And I'm just happy to see it because Y'all deserve to be millionaires. I do think Nikki deserves a little bit of credit, though, because she made, but female rap, like, female rap is a thing. But she made it a come up on top of something that you can still be so glamorous with. Like, you can, you, you don't have to be young ma to be taken seriously at all. You can never wear pants, ever. You can have your ass out the whole time. You know, she really was a trailblazer. I know that uh, Little Kim was as well. But, like, Nicki did glamorize rap in a way that, like, you just can't deny it. And I think that's why more and more women are like, okay, like, this might be a space I'm going to be into. Because look at how fabulous she made it look. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so happy. And I'm such a Nicki stan. I'm a Nicki stan. I'm a Megan stan. I'm, I'm obsessed. It's just... Oh, such good music. So happy for them. And I wish them the best. And if you think that you can rap, honey, this is the time to put out your tape. I don't have SoundCloud, but I mean, someone will listen to you and you'll eventually blow up and then maybe you'll listen. (laughs) No, I agree. Like, men especially, because I feel like that's the hardest thing to get a man to take a woman rapper seriously. Like, I don't know why they feel they have so much to prove when it comes to rapping and women, but it's it's not that. Like, women can rap, and that's what's been proven this year. Like, bro, I've seen so many men just, like, on their stories, just in general, just, like, rapping along to these women, and I'm like, yes, 
Exactly. Equal. It's all equal. This is music. Good ass music. Period. It's just been like a whole like all around, I would say, sense of respect in the black community. Like ever since everything really happened with like Black Lives Matter, everything in general, like black businesses and just us. I would say having more time, we've been in lockdown, just coming together, coming to grips with just like ourselves. And I would say taking social media more seriously in that sense, Um, actually being like social on it again. And it feels good. I'm like, okay, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's, I've made so many friends so easily online now. I'm like, yes, like we're all black. We're all cute. Like we're just nice to each other now. Like it's this year, especially because I feel like there was a sense of like competitiveness a while ago. Black people are not, I don't want to say we're not friendly, but we don't really like, we're not so invited. We're not so welcoming. Like, we're not just like that. But now it's like, we're like that. It's like, okay, no, like, yes. Like, we're all on the same shit. Like, we all like the same shit. We have a lot in common. It's like, it's a whole shift. And I'm just all for it. I'm like, this whole black unity. Because it's it's like, I feel like it's the basis of what we need Mm -hmm. to achieve so much greater. Like, we want all these big things. And people want to talk about, like, oh, black people, we, we lose focus. We don't care about... But it all starts with like this. It's like a gentleness of just like getting along, getting together, like just being nice to each other, just having those random conversations, just being friends and making friends with like random people, getting together in that sense. So that way we can share those common goals and we can build each other up. Like, it's cool. Like, I I like where we're going in this sense too, you know? No, I definitely agree. I think that more and more people realize like, sharing knowledge is everything like it's you there's no need to safeguard bullshit like Mm -hmm. some people are very like just so like rude and like guarded and it's like i get it because sometimes it's like you never know anyone's been through if you're going to be guarded that's your prerogative but you are closing yourself off to opportunities and it's like just share dude just share some people are so like you can ask somebody where their top is from and they just won't say anything to you and it's like are you fucking serious like i'm so glad that shit is over like, it's just, it really does make you look lame, and I'm just, I'm really not for it. It's just, it's, it's, it's nice and refreshing to see mm-hmm. that the, like, unfriendly black hottie thing is kind of wearing off. Although I will always look like an unfriendly black hottie until you start a conversation with me. But I'm glad it's not the vibe of, like... I'm a bougie ass. I don't talk to other bitches, bitch. Like, that's not cute at all. Like, be friendly, be sweet. It's more becoming of you, and it's yeah, good karma. Honestly, it's really, really good karma. I don't know. I think it all stems from just us understanding now there's room for all of us. There, like, there's really, because we, we have to realize we've grown up in such, like, a white-driven world. We don't see that many of our faces. There, you can't help but think. You know, like, even when it comes to actors, you just can't help but think we... It's limited. That's because it's all, that's all we see. But it's not the case. We just make the space. Take the space. Just take up more space. I want black people to take up more space in 2021. Like, period. It's there. We can all be there. Help each other out. I know. Love Definitely. I'm going to I know it's coming. Yeah, you just have to be comfortable with the fact that, like, you are you. No one is ever going to do you the way you are doing you. You can do the same exact thing as someone else, literally the same exact thing, and it will never be the same. Ever, ever, even if you try. It just won't. It just won't. And 
just be comfortable in who you are and it will all fall into place. And I'm just happy. I think that this has been a tumultuous year. That was horrible pronunciation. But it has been a very good year for black culture. And I feel like, oh my God, I'm so hokey, but I don't care. And I know I've said it before, but our 400 years of slavery are over. It technically starts in 2021. I fully believe it, honestly. But like, I let go of my slave mentality when we had the episode called Slave Mentality. Check it out. Shameless plug. (laughs) But honestly, I think this is the time to capitalize. And um, don't doubt yourself. Don't ever doubt yourself. But there are a few things you might want to leave behind. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of shit we leaving behind. Like, leaving in 2020 and we fucking mean it. Besides these dumbass TikToks. TikToks where you're rolling your body. This move. <laughs> TikToks. <laughs> the TikTok move where you roll your body like a seal. I'm just going to start off by leaving that in 2020 because I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. It's disgusting to see y'all move your flesh that way. Yes. I would say most TikTok dances in general, like just the <sighs> just the whole aesthetic of it is really like it's 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 not how you actually dance in real life. You look stupid doing it, you look stupid online doing it, just dance like right and you know gotta be a sway and snap, but come on, like something better. <laughs> better, like just do better. Like if you're gonna dance, dance. Dance, dance like you would. Actual dance. Actual dances. Like that's it. Not just gyrated movements and like like weird little like skits. Like it's essentially like like a it's like a skit oh. to the song. Like it's weird. Sick. I don't like it. But I think we can leave behind is a niggas versus bitches debate. Not on this podcast because we will pit each other against each. But I I just like. I just like on Twitter and stuff, especially like I would, I, I'm going to be honest. If you're 30 and over listening to this and you still are like vestedly interested in niggas versus bitches debate, hang it up. Flat screen plasma. Hang it the fuck up. You are embarrassing. I swear to God, it's the 30 year olds that perpetuate it. It's every year you get a new crop of 30 year olds and they come in because they're not married or some shit and someone told them they should be. And no, actually, did anyone really tell you that you should be married or did they just ask why you're single again? And have you asked yourself again why you're single? Anyways, it's just, it's all a fucking issue. And I'm a little tired of it spilling into the 20s where it's like, no, I would like to have guy friends. I would like to have like girlfriends that have guy friends that like we all don't think ain't shit and like like it's just too much like it has created such a big divide especially in the black community and we can afford that shit basically that's what i'm trying to say it is affecting your bottom line because it's dumb it's a waste of time and 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 you clearly have a chip on your shoulder no one's gonna date your old baggage ass sick of it I'm sick. Stupid. It is. It's quite old. You said the age 30. I'm going to say anything past 27. Okay. Because that's also 30. And that's me giving you. Yeah, that's me just being like, because I want to say like 20. I'm hope 24. I would say 25. Yeah. 25. Because I know men take a little bit longer to like get it together mentally and physically because their brain develops slower. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I agree. There's just like this double standard when it comes to like this, the argument itself. I feel like 
I don't know what they're trying to prove at this point. It just becomes like a kind of a personality. And I would say defense mechanism. Yes. Um, I understand you've been hurt. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's say, okay, let's take that hurt now. Let's take a moment of silence for it. Suck on your mama's teeth. <laughs> and let's leave that. Okay. We just had your moment. You don't need to carry that with you and say bitches ain't shit. I saw this post and I'm glad like we're talking about this now <laughs> because literally it said, <laughs> a bitch hurt me in 2016 and I ain't been the same since or some shit like that. I ain't fuck with bitches since 2016. It was just the date 2016 was brought up. And I was like, you niggas really do behold. I saw like six niggas, six niggas reposted. Three had the audacity to slide in DMs. I was like, first of all, you disrespect women publicly and you think it's cute. No, you're clearly not in the mental state. And I told them, I'm like, you're clearly toxic and not in the mental state. That's my response because you ain't shit. Like, period. Um, But yeah, let's let that go. (laughs) Let's just learn how to communicate. I feel like all of that, the whole argument is just because of lack of communication. So in 2021, we'll communicate and there will be no need to debate on Twitter anymore. We've all seen it. Stop rewashing the same tweets. Any tweet I see rewashed in 2021, I'm unfollowing you yep. and blocking you. And I'm just, I may report you because like, honestly, like, what oh the my fuck? God. Spam. You know that nigga I hate? I hate him. <laughs> I reported his picture today. Just, just like someone reposted it, and just off the strength of who he was, I was like, "I'm gonna report you." And I almost, I, I almost sat there and reported his entire profile, picture by picture. But I really didn't have the time for that. But like, oh no, oh no, yeah, a two-tone suit. He got blocked. His homeboy got blocked, 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 blocked. That's my favorite fucking me, blocked, blocked. If you haven't seen it, you need to just put blocked, blocked, blocked. It's so good, like no. And a little bit of accountability, just real quick. Back to the niggas versus bitches shit. If you were hurt back in 2016 and you haven't been the same since, you were not the same before 2016. You were using that person to deal with a crippling trauma that you have not addressed yet. And you will keep living this same life, which is a lie, until you address it. This is the sign that you have been looking for. Stop blaming these bitches. That's a good point. It ain't dumb. It ain't ain't dumb. You was hurt before you got into it. You can't tell me they broke you down. (laughs) Grinded you into dust. (laughs) I know what? Down to the point where you're just like, every day you gotta post about how bitches ain't shit. And I'll go the same every day. You got posts about how niggas ain't shit. Come on, women. Like, ladies. Yeah, ladies. Because, no, I do. It's not attractive. Like, even if you do feel that way, even if you are broken inside, like, you, the most attractive thing about a person, and it, it's, it's dumb and it's cliche, is, like, your ability and your level of, like, confidence and self-esteem to move the fuck on and get the fuck over shit. No one wants to be partnered with someone who is going to be stuck. If you're stuck in 2016, no one's going back to 2016 to come save your ass. You look dumb and you're cutting off options. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. I'm also sick of colorist rappers. Y'all need to start shouting out dark skinned women. And I'm not talking about Pop Smoke because he can't make more songs no more. So y'all like it. Stop it. 
and start bigging up dark-skinned women. It's embarrassing. If y'all just, you y'all are, ooh. Light-skinned with the caramel <sighs> hair and the curly, like, you look dumb. Your mama don't look like that. Your sister don't look like that. You don't look like that. Like, oh, don't even get me started on YG and his obsession with having mixed kids whose hair he don't brush. Like, ugh. Oh, that's it. Baby, that's baby. don't take care. Harry Dunn on, on the cover of a Vogue thumbnail looking like a... I was about to say ragamuffin. But now I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Yo. She did, though. Because you went to white skin, baby, so damn that. Okay. It is... It's Honestly, it, it needs to be a bigger light on how sick this shit is. I've had to let go one of my favorite rappers. Like, sad to say, had to unfollow him. And I, uh, I haven't gone as far to delete his music off my album yet. Cool. Um, I don't want to throw shade just yet because I, mean, like I do like him. But no, okay, no. But I, I'm getting instructed. But yeah, I have. I had to unfollow him, and literally, I was like, I'm not gonna like entertain this shit. Like it, one song, two songs, three songs, too many. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, there's an obsession. It's like, no, we're not just going to let y'all slip, slip by. Like we throw shade to everyone else. We wouldn't let anybody else say this shit. But music is what people listen to. Music is what people like. This culture is what people recreate. And y'all are making it this. And fuck no. You're making it harder on black women. I'm not going to say that because I don't want a nigga who would think this way anyways. Like, I'm glad y'all are pointing all the shitty and irrational ones out for us. But... It's also just, it, it, sh- it shouldn't be glamorized. Like, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm going to, like, one song and done. 2021, come out with it. I hear it in a like, song. I'm honestly, like, done. I'm going to not support it. And I'll probably be like <laughs> most of these rappers. But I'm, I'm going to call it out, and I'll be not supporting it for sure. No, it's really, it's just, it's weird. No one else does that. Like, no, no. one's just, like, so descriptively accurate and also consistently preaching the same thing which it's just like is this an agenda are you is this a mating call i don't know but like i like no one asked your type no one asked no one fucking asked and when we do if if you you know are lucky enough to be interviewed and someone fucking asks what your type is more than welcome say whatever the fuck you want i don't care because someone asked yeah no one fucking asked. And, it, and, and it's just like, you're, you're cutting off your fan base. My face goes sour when I hear that shit. Because it's like, honestly, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, 9 out of 10, you would fucking smash. Like, the, the, the tone don't fucking matter, nigga. Like, shut the fuck up. Stop it. Yeah. It's, and my thing is, like, there's so many other rappers who ain't doing that shit. And they're like, good. I'm like, okay, no. Like, let's, let's not give them the lie. Let's shift the focus and make the standard higher. And that's what we'll be doing like fuck that yeah y'all embarrass us daily sick of it but another thing i'm sick of anxiety and depression glorification we we've we've gotten out of hand with this we it's it it's been like this for a while but i feel like this year it's just gotten to a whole new heights because people are having a lot of mental health issues and it's it's like at, at this point, this is this should be the turning point of like, what is a real problem and what is a bad day? What is being anxious and what is having anxiety? What is feeling depressed and what is having depression? 
if you cannot distinguish those, I would love for you to sit out of these conversations. They're not for you. If you don't understand something, you shut the fuck up. That's what your mama should have told you. She didn't. I'm telling you now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm telling you now. Today. I mean, that's it. And like... I would say let's like not normalize it to the point where you're not seeking help. Just because you're now like relating to all these other depressed people, that's not okay. Like, bro, I see so many like alarming, I'm gonna say alarming tweets, retweets. I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. What? Like this person clearly needs help. And I've I've like if I know you, I'm of course gonna reach out, but there's often times where I'm like, okay, I don't really know them. But I'm like, this ain't, no. And so, and I'm sure people just like click through it and see it so much. I'm like, well, no, this seems like a clear call for help in my eyes. But now it's just like retweeted and normalized to the point where it's like, is it is it disguised? But like, no, like get help if you need it. But also like, I don't want to say, let's, let's not skip over the, the ones that are like, I don't know, like, if you see your friend, like, retweeting all that shit, like, let's not just, like, retweet and go, oh, I can relate. Like, you're mentioning, like, okay, just because you're having a bad day and you're relating to your depressed friend now, but, like, she's saying this, like, over and over and over again. Like, let's let's check on her. Let's check on him. Yeah. Let's do that. Like, it, it's gotten to normalize. It's like, no. Um, and like you mentioned, like, don't just create a cute one if you're having a bad day. Like, oh, no, like, uh, no, like depression isn't a term you throw around anxiety. I feel like that's the big one that's been yeah. thrown around so much. And people use it. And I feel like you're honestly like you're giving yourself anxiety. Like, I'm going to be for real with y'all. Like a lot of you and I'm not like throwing shade to people who actually have it. But there's a lot of you who don't. And you're like, no, no, I have anxiety. And now you've really convinced yourself that you can't do a lot of things because you've given yourself this fake anxiety because if you had it you'd feel it and i guarantee yes. you you actually don't. you know like if you just develop like I, you just don't want to do it if are you just lazy like let's say those things but like are you just afraid but you don't you're not anxiety stricken like i don't i don't get it it's really weird it's it's always going to be bothersome to me it's really just one of those things i don't i don't take it lightly i know too many people who are who have legit medication for it or who are legitimately struggling for it and if you think you have anxiety because of overthinking this and that like i, I mean there's just so many charts though all of those like symptoms and whatnot yes those are signs that you are feeling anxious but when you have anxiety it is so physical mm -hmm. you feel it in your chest in a completely different way and i know a lot of you who have it have, are know it right now like you can feel it if you want to feel it you know exactly that spot where you get it and it's it's scary. It really, really is. So it's 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 just not something you throw around if you have never had that actual aching feeling in your chest. Of course no one can see it, but it is very much a metaphysical feeling that people cannot control. And it's unfair. It's really like I feel like as like mental health advocates, we've done y'all wrong we've put the information out there and people abused it and ran with it and it's just like ugh. and now i know you probably feel annoying because it's annoying and it's a trend it's a trend that we're all kind of over so like express yourself the way you need to and although in your mind and in your life it isn't a trend for you this is your real life you've been dealing with it and you're doing great don't hold back from sharing your experience. That's not what we're saying, but definitely check yourself 
if you haven't even gone to a doctor or counselor, if you, especially if you have the means to, it's probably not that. And you're rude. You're just being really, really fucking mm-hmm. rude. You're just a rude person. You probably have like an attention. You have an attention issue. You don't have an anxiety issue, okay? I would also say self-doubt is another attention issue that doesn't really bode well with me. I don't like people who doubt themselves constantly because I do not have the, the mental stilts to stilt you up on the pedestal that you need to be propped up on by everyone else's validation. I don't have it. No one else is going to have it for you. It'll never be enough. You have to stop doubting yourself for yourself. Can't do it. Won't be around it. There's not much you're going to say to me where I'm just going to be like, oh yeah, no, not for you. Not for you, honey. No. And you shouldn't be around anyone that does. Like, no, you, you need to be encouraging. And that's another thing that if your self-doubt is spilling into other people's shit, you fix it, sort it the fuck out. It's embarrassing. Like truly like you've, you've hindered yourself from helping yourself and now you're, you're not helping others. Like being an encouraging human being is a really good place to start. Because once you start, stop doubting other people and want to just see them grow, you will also want those same things for yourself. So start with that. Because I'm sick. The self-doubt is like, ooh. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. It is. I would say at this grown age, it's kind of just like, it's embarrassing. I don't want to say embarrassing, but it. I'm going to say embarrassing. Because I, I'm, I don't like to see things like, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. Because at this point, you could just like do it. You know what I'm saying? Like you should have the mental ability. Like if you really wanted to do it, you'd be taking the steps to do it. And it doesn't matter if it's like, okay, like I'm scared it's going to pop off. You have to take those risks. And like, even if you get told no once, twice, whatever, like just, just like fucking do it. Like I, and You'd be shocked. Like, I've been watching, like, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And one of the bitches on there literally just talks about, like, how she just, like, did shit. And, like, all the things that she wanted literally just came together. A lot of these bitches, a lot of these things just came together. Like, I just went after it. I just went after it. And I'm like, it's dead ass that simple. Yes. Oh, no, no. I was talking about, um, I was talking about Erica. Oh, yeah. No, Erica. Erica. Yeah. Yes. I love Erica. Love Erica. Um, and I'm just like, yes, literally just go, just do it. And I'm like, because, and it sounds so simple and it sounds so stupid, but like I've applied it to my life in like a lot of situations, like little things. I'm just like, oh, psst, let me just do it. Let me just do it. And like literally just doing it. And I'm like, mm. results are crazy. And I'm not saying you have to go full in, like don't scare yourself, don't overwhelm yourself, but like literally take it step by step and just make bits towards your main goal. Like that's it. Just there's no reason to doubt yourself to the sense of like you have to wait to go after what you want just do it don't cripple yourself that's the thing self-doubt is crippling and Mm -hmm. yeah i agree you have to just go for it and i remember like watching reality tv shows and seeing them just like go to meetings ask for what they want and then inking a deal and i used to think that that was like "Ah, that's for tv and a lot of it is of course but like you would be surprised you would be so fucking surprised what happens when you just get in front of somebody, virtually or not. If when you put yourself out there, you'd be surprised what comes back to you. And you, that's, you just have to take that one little step of like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but let's just see 
for you to be living a better life or a life that you want or something to be proud of. Just taking a risk alone, whether it works out or not, and getting comfortable with rejection will do everything for you. Get comfortable with rejection. Well, they said no to me. Okay. Like, who gives a fuck? Not me. I'll give an, I won't give a fuck for you. <sighs> One thing I do think we should give a little more fucks about, though. We have a lot of lingo... We have a lot of, I would, I would call it like a, we're a fixture. Black people are a fixture in pop culture. Um, that fixture might be the faucet. White people are the drain. And then the water's just the little drippings of clout that they get from us. And they just get it at the very end. It's a good analogy. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, it's us. It's us for sure. And I just want us to be a little more on it when it comes to trademarking and I don't know. We need to go for the jugular when it comes to some of these things. Like, if you know you have some shit that's popping and you have the means to do it, trademark that shit. And I think every rapper should also trademark their shit. Because I don't know what Drake was doing when YOLO happened, but, like, I really hope every dumbass t-shirt that has a fucking YOLO on it, like, I hope he got a cut. I don't think he did. But we just need to claim our shit. Because they will take it, run with it, profit off of it, wear it out, ring it out, and then expect us to come up with another new thing next week and they can start printing it up the next one. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's such a, a wash and rent cycle. And I'm, I'm just like, we need to get on top of it. We're not just tastemakers. We're business people. We're an entire business. We're an entire industry. We need to just, I mean, act like it. I wish we could monetize memes too, because then black people, almost so many black people would be rich. No, no, I just feel like it starts with like calling them out. Like, mm-hmm. even when it comes to lingo, I love the idea of just playing so confused when people talk to me in a way that I really don't understand. I'm like, first of all, like, I, I don't speak that way, but when they really come up and just try to be quote unquote relatable to me, I just play so confused. And I would say, even when it comes to not even lingo, outside of that, the TikTok dances taking from us in that sense. No, if they're not crediting the person directly, like, oh no, like we need to call that shit out. Like instead of like retweeting because we love to see white people do quote unquote black things, that's just what we're leaving behind in 2020. Like that's not. There's there's a way to appreciate. And then I'm not saying like they can't do the TikTok dances. Don't get me wrong. I think it's cute when I see a little old man twisting their fucking hips to it. Mm. I'm not going to say I hate it. But we, I, you know what I'm talking about when they take it and just like, oh, this is like, uh, put their white spin on it and make it something different. And now it's theirs. That's, that's what I'm talking about. We're leaving behind. That comes in fashion. That comes to everything we do. But stop letting them put their white spin on shit. If you can't do it the black way, nigga, don't do it at all. They're going to etch it into a wine glass regardless. I'm tired of it. Yeah, because it's like, that's it. Y'all start putting on lingo on shit that don't even make sense. I see it and just like, a home gets, I'm like, what the hell is that? That doesn't, <laughs> it's offensive. <laughs> I'm like, oh. It's <laughs> But no, it's bad. We have to stop. It on t-shirts. I'm tired of the little, ugh, it's always starts on a graphic shirt. They yeah. have to fucking print up a graphic T. It goes T, a, a, a graphic T, to a wine glass, tapestry, 
if it makes it to pillow, it's really solidified. Yeah. A and then it, if mix. it creeps into the white kid, like, like, the, like the toddlers, like if it gets into like the Paw Patrol area, we <laughs> are... Oh, no, yes. If it, if it hits the Paw Patrol area, no, you are screwed. We've done. We, we missed. It's not even a bag. It's not a sack. We missed a country's worth of GDP if it makes it to the toddlers. We're fucked. We can't let it get that far anymore. It's got to stop at wine glasses at an absolute fucking maximum. And so culture. It's like, culture. it is. They just love I feel like that's just kind of what it comes out to. And it's like, you see it online, just how, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to bodies now, mind you, I did see something that alarmed me the other day. I think there are two sides to the scope when it comes to body image here in 2020. There's the bitch that wants to have the fat ass, of course, the hourglass and the titties, and that everybody's going to the doctor and they're just like, you know, making them one. But then... There's like a whole like anorexia movement on like TikTok. And like skinny bitches are still out there. Like the whole like and I don't I don't mean that in an offensive way. I mean like the gotta be really thin bitches are still out there. That's what I meant to say. And I had no idea. Like literally like there was a post, it was a news report, like they're using like certain terms. It's like a, like a TikTok trend, apparently. And I'm like, what the fuck? Anorexia? And I'm like, I could just imagine like, if that's a TikTok trend, just like the amount of just like videos and what people are seeing. So I went on TikTok and I'm just like, oh shit. The biotype is completely different than what, than what I see on Instagram. Like a thousand percent. Like there are the bitches, you know, of course it look like the fat ass and everything like that on Instagram, on TikTok, but if you go to just like the trending videos, they all do have one body type. It is like the, they, they're all very slim. So I'm like, okay, I can see how this can be popularized. This is like the standard on TikTok. And I'm like, wow, it's crazy that, that like TikTok, I don't want to say promotes it, but they do. Just like on Instagram, you'll only see you go to a popular page. They all look the fucking same. Why do all these bitches have ass jobs? Why do all these bitches just have these crazy ass hips? thigh gaps and an ass like why do they all look botched up like this and i'm not like throwing shade to people who get their work done like if it looks good but i'm saying like we're it's been normalized to look botched the fuck up yep and that's crazy to me it is it's like a i recently found out it's a bit of a fetish i think that's what happened it was a plastic surgery fetish that ran rampant and it became part of our society and it's weird and uncomfortable. I did see that thing about the TikTok eating disorder thing. They tried to like ban a bunch of hashtags and then they like, the people who are promoting this, I don't know why, like dark spirits, what's wrong with you? Like, have like codes now and shit. And it's just like, ew, it's just embarrassing and sad. And mm, I really don't like the culture of promoting eating disorders in any type of way. I just don't like it. I don't like people who glorify like really, really like tiny, sickly people. Like it's just, it's not, it's not cute. It's not anything to strive to be. It's not healthy for most people. Like it's just, it's just, it's too much. I think we're, we're just 
just in a really weird place. I feel like we are somewhat going somewhere with like body positivity, like somewhat. But then it has to be like everything's so rigid. It's like, oh, you're fat phobic. And it's like, okay, whoa. Yeah, I would say 2020, we took like a step back. Mm -hmm. And honestly, to be honest, when it comes to body like positivity, we definitely took a step back in 2020. Like, I guess people are, we have more times, I don't know, just to look at ourselves. I guess we have more time to just like be with ourselves. I don't know what it is, but people have gotten very like back to it. Fat shaming, like, oh no, like blatantly stating just like certain things when it comes to how you look, even in person. Like I've had people ask me offensive questions. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, this isn't this isn't okay yeah just because you i don't know i guess because people see like people getting work done people think that they can just bring it into conversation like i don't i don't know like i know it's like a noticeable thing but that doesn't mean it's a a casual thing to talk about yeah if that makes sense i don't like when anyone gets i think it's just so rude to get very specific about people's bodies I think you look good, you look snatched. Snatched doesn't mean you look tiny, it just means you look like you got your shit together. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. I think the general statements like that can just make someone feel good. Like, anything that makes someone think too hard about their body is where I have absolutely drawn the line with people. Like, don't you ever leave anything kind of lingering with how you feel about my fucking appearance. Like, mm-hmm. that will get you so far off the list, it isn't even funny. Like, to like, plant seeds of doubt into people about something as sensitive as their body and their being is ugly you're being fucking ugly like there's something that you don't like about yourself and that's why you want them to just have that little like "Mm, well if i don't give them a full compliment or a half compliment or maybe i'll give them a backhanded compliment or maybe i'll just say something like eh whatever and they didn't even ask for your opinion you're a fucking bitch you're a fucking bitch. That's it. There's no way to get around it. Like, like no. You need to be very straightforward and precise when it comes to commenting on someone's body. You look good. And? Or your ass is fat. I mean, some people don't like that. I mean, I, I think that's right. <laughs> at this point, should be a general compliment. Yeah. Unless you don't take top. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> but you should. You should. <laughs> Oh, that's a bad joke. Can you make. imagine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, a joke about someone spiraling into depression being called. Ooh, girl, your ass looking fat. It's just I had no idea. And I, I made that point to say I've been stuck on Instagram so long. I had the idea that everybody wants to look one way. You know, I'm like, no, everybody want to be thick out here. No, bitch, that's not the case at all. And I, I knew that in some like in some instance. Like, but not like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, like people want to look different not everybody wants to look like what we all see is like oh, okay good everybody wants to look different like that's weird i thought it's weird that i have to say that I'm like oh, okay but like to me i'm like okay i had to remember that because i've seen so much of the same shit people trying to look like the same thing i'm like no no not everybody want to look like this alicia shit no i want to look like dolly Parton. some people yeah some people can want to be like <laughs> Lord, yeah, <laughs> it's not funny. I'm serious. Oh my god! But really, I I just we we have to get over it. We have to start accepting ourselves a little bit more. One thing I will never accept though is white rappers with chips on their shoulder. Let it the fuck go. We don't like you. 
We don't have to like you. Your little white friends buy your fucking music. They keep you relevant. Talk to them. Don't harp on the fact that you're not accepted. As if, as if half these niggas, Method Man go to your school. How, was he going to be accepted? Like, nigga, please. Like, oh my God. And it's the most, I'm lumping Drake into this because he's a white man with a white child. Don't give a fuck. You lived a white little life. You're privileged. You're privileged to be white. You're privileged to be biracial. You're privileged to be any proximity close to white. Honey, shut the fuck up. Stop rapping about it. You sound dumb. It sounds like you've never been through anything in your whole life. If that is top tier on the list of things you want to complain about in your rap. Like dead ass. You clearly live no life if you're... It'd be mean to me because I'm like white and I'm in the space or I'm like white adjacent and I'm in the space. Like you are the softest little bitch. I, I, ooh, it really gets under my skin. Like just, you know why we don't accept y'all because you don't sit there and just be grateful for the fact that like you're in a place where you can make music that is accepted by more than one culture. That is a crazy good place to be white, black, brown, whatever. If you are genre bending, if you are race bending outside of genre norms, you are doing something impactful and you should be grateful. Maybe you should write about how your mama fucking hates your dad and how your dad wants to kill your mama like Eminem did. And we still don't respect him. God. I agree, though. <laughs> With all that, white rappers, for sure. I would say white people with chips on their shoulder in general. Mm -hmm. Like, claiming the oppressed movement, I feel like that's been brought up a lot, but let's just all drop it. Like, you're, you're not oppressed. And I understand you can go through, like, as a woman, you can go through your white women's struggles. Like what? You know. Not being able to find a man after 24 because <laughs> they wrinkled up like milk? Name one white woman problem, please. Humor me. Humor me. One yeah. white woman problem. Some of them have rough childhoods as well, but they. I can't even like. Why? Because they're screaming at their parents all the time. Yeah, your parents out, fucking it's like, They carry a different. They carry like this is the thing with white people. They think like them having a bad childhood makes them oppressed. So I guess that is an excuse. That's not an excuse. So I can't name a white woman problem. No. So I guess I said what I said then. Like let's just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 but yeah like i had an eminem song literally come on the car with my mom the other day i tried to play like i think i put in like non-explicit rap on spotify because it was like i was in the car with my mom and my brothers and my stepdad and i'm like this you know it was getting like bad but eminem came on and i'm like first of all this is a new eminem song he still sounds just as harsh i don't know what he could be mad about still? at this point yeah, yeah. he's still mad he's still upset he's still upset um cool I don't know why you feel like you need to, I, I don't know. Like, you don't have to have this aggressiveness to, to be in a black space. That's not a part of the black experience. But they all do carry this sort of, like, and you'd be, like, a little hard, quote, unquote. And I'm like, this is gross. And it's telling. And it's, we don't need it. No. No one asked. And also, no one asked your opinion on the oversaturated market. I'm so sick of the word oversaturated. It, it just makes no sense especially when we're talking about the fucking internet when we were talking about e-commerce you gotta you gotta hang that fucking hat up honey 
you sound dumb. You sound like a Neanderthal. It's like, it's like, like what, when, when? It's like saying the car market's oversaturated. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? That's not true. That's not true at all. Go to Ethiopia, try and buy a fucking Toyota. Try and buy a Toyota that's 2000 fucking three. That shit will still cost you a smooth 20 grand. You know why? Because they don't make cars in Ethiopia. Because they have to ship cars in. You know what would happen if you started a car company in Ethiopia? You would make so much fucking money. Stop it. Stop it. It's just like, it's, it's this idea that like you have to like keep people down and keep them in their place and keep a status quo and like don't get too excited about like we're all going to like quit our nine to fives and then what? Start our own businesses and like, like, no, some people don't want to do that. But the people that do are free to share these tools and commiserate in what they can build. You're just a negative Nancy. You're a sad sack and it shows. Yeah. Oversaturate my black ass. I think it all comes down to people love to throw around the term oversaturated And I'm like, no, like y'all, I don't think you really know what you're saying. Like you said, there can be tons and tons and tons of the same thing. At the end of the day, it all comes down to quality and what it is that the person is bringing to the table, like period. Like as simple as, I'm gonna say body butters. I, Mm -hmm. there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people selling shea butters online. And literally like I've bought from multiple. I try out multiple. I'm going to test out to see what's the best one. Everybody has a different preference. One's thicker than the other. One's lighter than the other. Everything is slightly different, bro. And it's all essentially the same product. But you see how they can all vary in those minute ways? That, that's, that's how things are. You know, there's no oversaturation in that when it comes to things. So I don't, I don't, people, I think people who are afraid use that term. People who are afraid to do things because they just don't think that they can do it better than what they're seeing. They're like, okay, no. A good excuse is for me to say that everybody's doing it, so I can't do it myself. Or everybody's doing it, I don't know why you're doing it. No, like, like no. No one's doing anything the exact same way. So, I don't get it. I, I, mm, I don't know. There, there's a lot of other things that we can critique. If we're going to give critique when it comes to business and you want to actually, like, help you know, oversaturated is not the issue. Like we need more, if anything, we need more and we need to help and build the quality. But people are afraid to give tips and people are afraid to help out because they're like, oh no, I don't want people to think like, oh, everybody's doing this. I'm like, no, like share. If we built a better community, we'd have the best products. But no, like I, I think that's like the biggest thing I would say just focusing on like black businesses is like that and black people in general. We're so quick to say like, oh no, like, this and that, because we're always so quick to compare things. Like my parents are always quick to compare like everything to me to everybody, all my cousins. That's just like I think just how black people, some black people are, and they they do bring it to when it comes to just like in a business sense. But no, like there are no comparisons. Like let's just drop it. There can be like a hundred of whatever. That's fine. Let's be okay with that. Okay, it's not hurting you. It's not coming out your pocket. Like you're not. Are you paying for pieces of the internet where this is taking up space? I just don't get why people get so offended. It's like, who is it for? I don't know. Care about the quality more than anything. That's what I care about, the quality. They don't say that about white businesses. That's all I have to say. No, it's they just, don't. 
Are you tired of seeing so many black people? That's probably because you have some white supremacist ideals rooted in you. Let's fix that. Look within yourself. Mm-hmm. Black person, I'm speaking to us because that's what it is. Yeah, I've never I've never had or even seen a white person say over like an oversaturated market. Like, no. It's, it's made up. No, because yeah, it's exactly. It's made up. Also baby mama culture. It's something I wish I could make up because it's that comical, but it's become a real thing. Once again, we'll do a whole episode, but just it's just it's 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 like we have to leave it behind. That does not mean don't fuck around and have a baby with a man that you're not married to. Who cares? Like if you want to be a baby mama and have a baby and co-parent with somebody without the commitment of a marriage, do so freely. Please raise your kid. I'm happy that you chose to start a family in whatever shape that takes form. Good for you. But if you are in it to have a label, a title and something that you think is a purpose in life, I'm sorry. That's not that's not good for you. That's not a good look for you. No. But I mean all around 2020 has taught that's all so much. It should have taught you something. Like, honestly, I'm going to be real. Like, at the most, at the very least, I mean, of 2020, you should have at least learned one thing. Mm-hmm. Let it be about yourself, the world, anything. But I, don't know, I learned a lot this year, I feel. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, mostly about myself because that's where I spent most of my time. But, yeah, I learned a lot. It was great. I mean... I think I've definitely learned how to control myself a little more. Like letting little things stress me or like letting like things get to me. It's like, it's almost, it's, it's, you're going to have to try harder and harder every time. Like it's the fortitude that I have built up when it comes to like, I don't like feeling this way. So I'm not going to let it happen. Not today. I got too much to do or I don't fucking feel like it. Whatever it is, it's like you just can't let people stress you. Can't let anything stress you because it's like, eh, do I always figure it out? Absolutely. Like, am I going to let this go on for long? No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. No, I'm so sorry. So, yeah. At the end of the day, I feel like you just, you know yourself. And I, I feel that. Like, I... At the beginning of this year, I told myself, okay, you know, I am one of those people who have to control every little detail, really. I really do have to have, like, a grips, a foresight, everything. But I was like, nah, we just going to hang the fuck loose. I told myself that (laughs) December. I was like, bro, no, we hanging the fuck loose. And I have been hanging loose this entire year, y'all, like, literally. I've never really had less grips to just, like, what's going to happen, like, two weeks. I've been still in... Crazy thing is I've still been achieving so many goals, but I've had so less control, less stress because like when you're worrying about the future, you're just like, I'm just fucking worrying for a long ass time. And I just stopped. I'm like, "Eh, I don't got to worry about that. And then things that I worry about, I'm like, that don't even matter. No, it's crazy. And it's just like, I don't know, I guess being on your own and when you are just like by yourself so much, you realize like, okay. I'm really all that matters. So all the other little shit is just like, 
it just becomes funny. You just realize how detailed your own life is. Mm-hmm. And there's no way you can just let outside influences. Like, you just realize how small and, like, how little that moment is. You just understand time differently, bro, in quarantine. <laughs> so I'm like, bro, this little thing happened, fuck it, and laugh about it. Like, I, it's fun. It's fun. Like, literally, don't carry unnecessary stress. There can be stressful situations. Don't get me wrong. It's okay to be stressed out because, yes... You can have those moments, but don't carry stress with you when it's not happening in the moment. Exactly. Address it. Move on. Ignore it. If you can't ignore it, if it's something you can't ignore, absolutely fucking ignore it. That, oh, love it. If I get stressed, sometimes I'll be like, well, this isn't good for my blood pressure. I'm going to take a fucking nap. I don't care who calls me. I don't care who needs me. I have stressed myself out. I've had too much coffee. I'm taking a fucking nap. I'm just going to eat. I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to fucking eat. Sometimes that's what I'll do. I'll just be like, okay, I need to eat something and look at a wall. And that's what I'm going to do right now. And then I come back and I'm like, okay, this problem wasn't as big as it seemed. I got caught up. I was in the sauce. Definitely just cut it out. Negative things, you have to cut it out. Negative people, cut it out. Check them. Check them. Tell them they're being negative. They don't hear you the first time. They ain't no time for a second time. Honestly, there really isn't. Like, Just leave it behind. That's usually their problem. Leave people that project behind. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, especially people who project when nothing is going on. I have no sympathy for that. I really don't. Like after, it's been a fucking long year, y'all. Like it's been a fucking long year. And like, I'm very proud of myself for not putting a lot of my shit on other people. Cause it's like, I could, I could have, there's a lot of points in this year where I could have gotten very, very bitter. But it wouldn't do anything for me. It wouldn't do anything for the people that I love. It would only make things worse. Like, I don't, you know, there's no need. But it's like realizing that, realizing you just need to talk things out and just having the good people on my side that just listen to my problems. That's it. I don't, I don't need to put it on you. Mm-hmm. But like having people around me that just listen and understand is everything. And sometimes I think that's the issue with projection is like, you just don't think anyone's going to listen to your problems. So instead you make your problems with yourself about problems outwardly to them, but you like, you're just transferring problems around. Like, no, 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 no. Use your support system. Don't abuse your support system. And you have to hold yourself accountable for that shit. You really do. Like you're, you are so responsible to the vibe that you bring to every room. It is unreal. Exactly. You have to be accountable. It is accountable. That starts everything when it comes to your goals, everything. Like if you just can't do it, it ain't going to happen. And I'm saying that mostly for myself. I like I and simple as waking up in the morning. I have been struggling literally. I'm like, at least you do not wake up at this time. And I have been. But like certain things you can loose on, but then you have to have those certain things where you're like you cannot be loose on this. Like I have those things where I'm like, no, like there's absolutely no way I'm not gonna do like not do that. Just you have to be somewhat hard on yourself, but not too hard on yourself. Like Again, I've loosened the ropes a lot this year, and it's, it's good. So I've learned balance more than anything when it comes to holding myself accountable, but realizing those things that are important enough that have to get done. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as that. Like, there's certain things that have to get done. If you don't have one thing in your day that has to get done, like, you're not really prioritizing it. <laughs> you're not really prioritizing your goals right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but with that same on the same note like enjoy life like realize i think we've all come to realize how short it is like if you have and you just really gotta take a look and realize like these are real moments like two years from now one year from now what do you actually want to remember that you were spending your time doing like living right to the most to the best and the most of your ability of course during this time but like literally make the most of it like little shit make it fun make it like worth your while and really just like enjoy it and i don't know just really pay attention to those things i feel like that is really all you can do and once you do that and focus on those good things all the other shit you just don't take personal you're just like whatever like just you bounce it off your shoulders like i mentioned small shit minute things happen it ain't big even when it's like it could be directed towards you it ain't big like i've had shit that could have really like i could go off about this i can let this upset me and i'm just like for what like i'm a big believer in karma i'm a big believer in the universe and like everybody does get what's coming to them good or bad and i focus on the good i'm like i'm gonna only put out light and light's gonna come to me and dead ass do that do it because at the end of the day it's like there's not a rule book there nobody is following like this is how you live life this is how you do things just live like how the fuck you want to don't go off of what everyone else is doing. Don't go off of like the guidelines of nothing. Don't let anyone create any like structure like that for your life. That's completely on you because at the end of the day, you're just gonna be with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, realize that. Absolutely. You know, like that is the biggest lesson for 2020. Like that's what I've learned. Just like, it's all me. Like everything yeah. that I do, everything, all this structure, all that I create here, and I want it to be like, I really want it to all come from myself because I want, I want to say that I want to say like, this is like the perfect little life that I gave myself and it's very well becoming that. So it's like, make that yours. It's personal. Make it personal. Like do that for yourself. I agree. It was so funny. I was out to dinner with a friend and she was just like, you know, kind of like asking me just about like my man and what he does for work. And like, if I'm like, think it's going to be sustainable enough. And I was just like, I just had to stop her in her tracks and be like, honey, I'm so sorry. This conversation doesn't involve me. Um, I get no satisfaction out of what a man can give me. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't care. It doesn't do anything for me internally. Do I like nice things? Absolutely. If you give it to me, that's great. But like it, the, the end of the day, fulfillment is my goal. I want to be fulfilled. I will be a successful black woman. There's no doubts, there's no ifs, there's no ands, there's no buts, there's no, mm -hmm. someone gotta give it to me. No, it's what's going to happen. That is my path. I don't, yeah. You, I don't care what you do. I, you don't need to support me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, it's a conversation that makes no fucking sense. Like truly, you just relax. You gotta relax when it comes to yeah. how you view men. Work, focus on yourself. Just focus on yourself. Everything else will work. Everything else will work. But yeah, I'm excited. I want to enjoy life more. I just this whole quarantine does make it hard. But when we're out, oh my god, I can't even imagine. I know me. Mm, you flashing everybody like it's gonna be i'm gonna be leaving pussy prints on all kinds of upholstery like i'm not gonna be wearing any panties anywhere like it's i'm i'm gonna go buck fucking wild and i cannot wait it's gonna be dirty it's gonna be like 
Christina Aguilera dirty. Like, ah, I'm so excited. Like, oh, y'all. I'm going to just have like a matted up, like, like there's just going to be a back of my wig just matted up. No, I won't even look good. I won't even look good in 2022. Like, it's just going to be balls to the wall. That's MTV. Yeah. Yeah. No fucks. I can't wait. Ending the night looking a fucking mess is like, no, that shit must have been fucking insane. Little boob sweat on your wrist for some reason. Yeah, nah, hell yeah. I can't wait. I really can't wait. And that's one thing, like, I hope that everyone kind of brings that energy because everything is impersonal. I can't wait to be able to, like, go out and have good energy with people who aren't sitting there looking dusty and, like, sad and moping around and shit. Like, no, like... I'm not the best looking one in the group. What the fuck are you talking about? Who told you that today? No, that's how you feel about yourself. And now you're taking shit personally. Because homeboy over there didn't buy you a drink. Because he came here for your homegirl and you knew that. Have fun. Like, relax. Like, just chill. What's yours is coming to you. Don't take this shit personal. Like, no one's... No one's doing this to you. You're doing it to yourself. I mean, some of your friends do hate you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but they hate your friends, and that's why you say dead ass. I was like, yeah, your friends. They just aren't your friends. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> mm. But up that with that, you can up your fucking standards. That should be your goal entering into 2021. Is choose better people around you. Make that make that your goal if you're having those kind of issues, though. But I don't know. I'm always like coming into the new year as it's the new year. I'm real loose. I don't make like super, super hard goals like that. But I am like, I do have some goals that are just like, okay, that I've had over the past few years that I'm still working towards making those steps bigger. But on smaller notes, I do want to, I would love to say that I'm fully black owned. I would love to say that everything that I buy and everything that I have majority from what i can find is black owned and for the most part because like i love putting people on shit like as simple as pads bro i'm like okay no these are black owned these are better and like yes like i i that's one of my biggest goals because i know people like that i follow women like that and like it's just beautiful to see i love that it's a lifestyle a lifestyle i am aiming to achieve i can say for myself i agree I, I haven't started on my goals. I'm usually, I wouldn't say I'm rigid with them, but I do have numerical goals for all kinds of different facets just to look back on mostly and see if I even got close. And yeah, but I would definitely say supporting more black businesses, building my own black business, just, just all around like working on those things because this is the time it's important. I think starting a business, literally, like, I think we started our business, like, maybe a month before the pandemic. Scary shit. You know, not, not a walk in the park, not easy, but having the confidence now to really build it and let it be what it is, is, is nice. Like, it's, it's hopeful. It's something that I really want to nurture but there's only so much time in the world. Like that's the thing. And it's like more and more I'm realizing, okay, what is a distraction? Usually it's my phone. 
90% of the time, it's my fucking phone. So, like, yeah, like, I do want to cut down on screen time. At times, it feels like my fucking job to be on the internet. It's ridiculous. And in some cases, it is. But there has to be a point. There's sometimes where it's like I'm literally mindlessly scrolling. I could be in my planner. I could be making it easier on myself so that I'm getting more done. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't like the feeling of feeling like I'm not getting things done. That's detrimental to my mental health. I need to feel like I am moving. If I do not feel like I am moving, I do not feel good about myself. And that's something I know about myself. And so making the most of the things that I already know about myself and setting myself up so that I can continue to feel good about myself is really important. And that does come down to just focus, like truly, truly focusing on things that actually matter and catching myself when I am distracted. Like it's, it's hard to recognize your distractions. I'm, but I mean, I'm, I'm trying, I'm working on it. Sometimes people are distracted. Sometimes I honestly think about just like breaking up with my man, just like not because he's doing anything wrong, but because I'm like, how much of my time are you taking? Well, like I want a pie chart, but he can stick around. We'll see. But if his slice of the pie gets anything crazy, like I would say over 12%, uh, no, I would have to come, maybe even 10. I'm capping it at 10 this year. He can, he can motion for a reevaluation in 2022. That's it. You have 10%. So that's what? How many days? You, that's 36 days out of 365. That is pretty fucking that's good. That's bad. actually, that's too much. That's, not, that's over a month. Oh, no. No, it's down to 6%. I'm done with that. Yeah. 6%. 6%. No, I feel though. Like, I, like when it comes to my time, <clears throat> it's really binding it with me. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, and that's not to say, like, I'm one of those people who's on time. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about punctuality. <laughs> I am speaking of just in the sense of, like, what is occupying my time. And when it comes to my schedule, that's something that I want to get together. I want to have, like, something that's better flowing. I want to create more time for myself. Like, I feel like right now my schedule is jam-packed with just, like, work stuff, work stuff, work stuff. And not a lot of, like, Alicia, no, you want to, like, work on this. You want to grow. Like, I love learning new words. I like reading. I haven't read in a while. Like, I just started again, like, a couple weeks ago. But, and I forgot how, like, it made me feel. I was like, no, I can get lost in this book and I'm learning some shit, like it, it's a lot of stuff. And it's just like finding balance between like work because at the same time, but there's so much shit I wanna get accomplished. And I feel like I'm not at the point yet where I'm like, okay, you don't, you don't have this much time for yourself just at this moment and that's okay. And I've accepted that. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be a couple years before I can like fully Alicia the fuck out and that's fine. But making more time for myself in that sense is like, my biggest goal next year and just like purposeful time like no like don't squeeze no shit into this don't cut it short because like I'll be chilling I'm like no let me let me stop and I'll literally like get up and like do something like I'll be like okay I'm not gonna do this today and I'll do like two other things I'm like what the fuck is wrong with me and I'm like no because you're always tired I don't like being tired when I get tired I get mm, it's not functional so I feel like finding that balance is very important it's a big goal it's gonna be hard but it's worth the focus i feel i agree i can't wait until just like oh i'm hungover and now i've spent a whole day in bed 
and that's like the rest that's like the most rest i've had in two weeks and it's just like your body will choose your body will choose i mean the hangover was a bit self-induced but <laughs> that's probably my body also choosing okay bitch you want you like a drink okay have a drink and then you go lay down for the rest of the fucking day and a half because you don't know when to quit drinking and working but yeah i'm excited i think it's doable if anything, it does just make me want to buy another planner, which is stupid. I don't need that. But if you don't have a planner, y'all get a planner. Get a planner. Get a planner. Please get a planner. Or write shit down. You just have to write shit down. It's so important to write things down. But yeah, I'm excited to learn more things. I do ideally like to go places to learn more things. I'm, an, I'm not a kinetic learner or a visual learner or an audio learner. I'm a fucking go do shit learner. I like to go and do shit internationally. <laughs> That's where I'd like to be. But we'll see how things play out. And maybe I'll just learn from home. Fuck that shit. But I am excited. I think I'll become a little more open to people. I know I need to work on that. Like, I know my family thinks I'm really closed off. I know some of my friends think I'm closed off or, like, somewhat secretive. But I don't mean to be. It's just, like, I assume that people do not care. I just assume. I'm like, duh. Like, if you cared, you'd ask if you don't ask, I, mean, I ain't telling you shit because I just assume you don't care. So I'm going to try and be a little more open. I feel that's a good, I, you know? Yeah. I don't feel like that's a bad assumption, though. Right. Because, like, that, that's the truth. Like, they, they'd ask. They would ask, bro. <laughs> they would ask. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm not saying, like, I feel like that would waste a lot of your time just, like, opening up. It's like, they don't ask. They don't. But also I'm the type of person when I ask somebody like, oh, how are you? Like, I'm not the kind of person that's like, when I say, like, if we're sitting down, how are you is not like, oh, good. Like, don't tell me that. Like, I just assume, oh, you hate me. That's fine. Cool. Move on without my day. But like, when I ask how you are, I'm, that's like the moment to spill. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that's how I take it. When my friends ask me that, everyone should kind of take it that way. When you're in an appropriate setting for that kind of conversation, like, Tell your friends exactly how you are when they ask. Because it will save you sometimes. Like, don't let shit build up. Just, hey, how are you? You know what? Today was like yeah. rough, dude. Like it was fucking rough. Here's why. And they'll ask. Unless they hate you. Then once again, refer to <laughs> five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it's true. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. Like literally, I feel... This year I opened up a little bit and it's like to so much. I've met I've like again, I've met so many people, people have been so nice, I've experienced so much. I'm just like, what the hell? This is only me just like opening up slightly. So I've like just me opening up more and just understanding that because I'm not big on acquaintances, I'm gonna be honest. Like I I I don't really care to it, but I'm like, no, you can have like more small friendships that's fine you can have more small like little interactions everybody serves their purpose i understand that i'm like okay no like this is cool and i don't know just being more open (laughs) that people are good because i'm so like standoffish i really am but i'm like no bro people ain't bad and like really like this year i've like let that go and i'm like yes people ain't bad Mm -mm. there are so many good people out here because sometimes you just get like okay no everybody's like "Eh." but that ain't the case so yeah, I'm trying to be more open in that sense for sure. And just my biggest thing outside of that with being more open and just, I would say, trying to be more nice overall. Um, 
practicing little things. Like, I'm going to say how I respond when I get annoyed. Because that, I feel like that would probably bring out the worst in me sometimes. And, like, even with my nigga, like, I'm giving him directions. <laughs> and I'm high, mind you. I'm high giving him directions. And, but... He, he doesn't already trust me. He's always he's always so weary of me, like helping him out when he's driving. But this time I was absolutely right. I was like, hey, like, take that exit. And he's just like not listening, knocked it off his shoulder. And I was like, OK, exit 967. I repeated the number 967 right there, miles away. He passes the exit up. He's like, oh, that because we passed it. He's like, that ain't it. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't even like argue. And he passes it up and he looks at the GPS. He's like, oh, that was it. And then like 20 minutes off track. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't get annoyed. I was like, you know what? Whatever. Like, you're probably annoyed with yourself right now. And I'm just going to let that simmer. But I really normally she would have went off and I would have been mad all night. And I probably would have like, you know, like that would have probably really bothered me. But I'm letting like now, like little things like that, like I just literally just like brush off the shoulder. So... I feel like it just, when you take people less seriously, it changes things. And that's probably my biggest thing that I've done this year is like, take people as seriously. You don't get annoyed as much. You don't get annoyed. Like, you just, like, shit happens. That's just what it is. Like, people are fuck ups. Things happen. Mistakes happen. You make mistakes. So it just all around makes things better. You meet more people. You're more open to meeting people. It's just full circle. It's nice. It's how the world should operate. You shouldn't just take shit so serious. You shouldn't be so wound and tight. Yeah. You know? That's something I should work on. We'll see. But today was just an annoying day. So I, I can't think clearly about it. But I do need to be more clear and verbal about my boundaries, to be honest. Because, like, I don't do that at all. If someone annoys me or I feel like they're being clingy, which is, like, my number. Oh, girl. I can't. I can't do clingy. I don't do it. I don't do it well. I get very, very irritated and I take it as a personal attack. I'm like, okay, so you're trying to crawl inside of my body? Bitch, I can't. Like, I really, there's something about it. I don't. Okay, no. I get it. Yeah, crawl inside of my my womb, basically. What the fuck do you want from me? Why have you called me twice? Like, that's exactly how I feel. Like, I get so high strung over that shit. And it's like, maybe I I should just tell people that. But I never want to be mean because that's the thing. Because sometimes I feel like, you say some, you set a boundary once and they just never even get close. And that's the thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm already, like, I'm already the kind of person, like if I want to hang out with you, I kind of have to initiate it. And it's like, I don't know if that's because I have rejected you so many times or just like not reply. You know, it's like, I have the memory span of about three days. So I don't really know how many times I've blown someone off. So yeah, it's just, Maybe I should be more verbal about, hey, like, I don't know. Is it rude to be like, I can speak to you three times a week. And that's at maximum. Is that a wrong thing to say to somebody? Okay. Is it wrong <laughs> to be like, hey? Yeah. I would say, no, hey. Because oh. I don't want to say, yeah, because it's, like, valid, right? It's, like, no. But I would say... I don't know. I, that's... That, that's a hard thing to say because right. they very well could take that very offensively, but it's also like, oh, I don't know. Maybe, um. I feel like it's, and it, I, I only <laughs> like say that because I'm anticipating it only getting worse. You know what I mean? Like I busy myself 
purposely. I like to be busy. I like to do a lot of shit. I don't have a lot of free time. I would say just make it like the same. Just do that. Just make it happen. Just only talk to them. Like, you know, just, That's a you know what I'm saying? Calls. Or then, you know, they're over time, like, their expectations, like, okay, they'll know. Like, I know, like, you know, you know, those people just, like, take a while to respond back. Yeah. And you, they just get that. After a while, it's like, okay, no, if this is what they always do. You know, and it's just like, they were busy. Because when you hit them up the next time, oh, I was busy. They get it. It, it, would, it will come full circle. That's true. That's true. It will come full circle. This isn't helping the whole open thing. I say that, and that's like, I don't know. That may not, that's, that's what I'm saying. Because my thing is, like, I need to, when it comes to me and boundaries, I just... I don't set them. I will just redirect. That's literally all I do. Like, no, I sometimes, like, when it comes to certain things, like, I mentioned before in the last podcast, if you haven't listened, like, when it comes to me, like, feeling disrespected, I'll address it then because that's going to bother me. But mm-hmm. anything else, like, when it comes to, like, if I'm uncomfortable talking about it, if I'm just, like, not feeling it, I'm just like, okay, no, I'll just, like, I'll change the subject, like, dead ass. I'll just, like, okay, well, or I'll be, like, real brief. I won't, like, say, like, oh, no, let's not. Cause I'm not confrontational. Like I'm really not. Like I'm not. I don't feel like I need to be. Cause I feel like me understanding that should give you a hint. But I realize like not everybody can take hints. Like I my <laughs> conversations with like my, my friend. Like no, she need to spell things out. You need to sometimes tell people. And I'm like oh, okay. So maybe I'm gonna try to practice that. It's all about like how I delivery too. So it's like I need to work on it all together. I can't just be out here. Mm-mm. That's just a weird concept to me. No, no. <laughs> you know, same. like, it's very weird to, like, I don't know how people normally set boundaries. I really don't, like, I don't know the correct way. If you do, like, fucking let us know. But I, hmm. yeah, because I found out redirecting is toxic to a certain extent. Like, you got to communicate. So, listen, yeah. I'm trying to find the way to say what I need to say in the nicest way possible. But I'll let myself get to a point where I'm like, I'm looking at you and I kind of think you're Hitler. So I'm about to go off. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, no, it's, it gets bad. So yeah. that's, that's on me. I'm gonna work on it. <sighs> Another thing y'all should work on is spending more money in the black community, black business of the week. Let no AB. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of initials, AM PM London Hills, check them out on Instagram. AM PM London. It's black women owned. She makes the cutest nude premium footwear and it's season like you can wear all seasons. It's made to be worn all year and it's so cute. Like I was going through her little details. She really took time to like see how she should position the heel so it doesn't hurt your back to see how it's more comfortable. The aesthetic of the heel itself. She took time choosing that and selecting each little piece. It's it's just so cute. And it's like if you want a nice shoe, get you a nice shoe. So I'm probably going to like buy myself a January New Year's gift and this will be it. If y'all see me in my AMPM London's. Oh, they're so support. cute. I love the heel. It's so they're gorgeous. I love that. Let us know if you get them. Email us. If you have any advice, like I said, on how to set boundaries, our email is highkeythepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And check us out on Instagram, HK the podcast. We're always post fire. I don't know why you're not following. That's embarrassing. You should be embarrassed. Get off this damn Sad podcast and go. Point. Yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go follow. I'm grateful. Bye. Bye.